0: and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Tonight's drumroll, high fives, and supercharged smiles are going out to our newest Cocoa Clubbers. That's Bruce, Jade, Soren Wilder, Gabby, Remy, Isabel, Audrey, Owen, Maya and Sahara, Darwin and Artemis, Noah and Willow. Thank you all so much for joining Coco and I here in the clubhouse. It's getting quite cozy in here now. And also thank you for writing in with all your story ideas. Every day we open up your messages and we love hearing about you, your pets, your friends, and just having a glimpse into your imaginations. In fact, You may recall that I started doing these shout-outs on the story about Thanksgiving because I felt it was important to acknowledge aloud the things I and the team here at Sleep HQ are grateful for, and that's you. Well, tonight, we're returning to our young but wise eagle friend, Ember, as she tells Coco all about another tradition from her homeland. In tonight's story, Coco joins Ember and her family for their 4th of July celebrations. It's going to be a good one, and I know many of you are looking forward to another Coco story. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. So. Snuggle down, get ready to relax and listen. Because I'm going to now begin Coco Goes to the USA by Susanna McLaughlin. Deep in the heart of a faraway forest stood a cosy cabin. Inside the cabin lived a family of koalas. The youngest koala was called Coco. It was a warm summer's day in Sleepy Forest. The sky was blue and bees buzzed from flower to flower. Coco had nothing to do but walk through the trees and play his pink ukulele. A perfect day. He thought he'd spend the morning playing on the porch. Then maybe he'd go for a stroll along Sleepy River and play some more. There was nothing Coco loved more than playing his ukulele. Except for going on adventures, perhaps. The little koala strolled out of the cabin and took a big stretch in the sunshine. His auntie Shirley was visiting and he thought he might compose a new song to play for her that evening. As he sat down on the porch and began to strum a gentle melody, a good friend of his strolled out through the trees. Coco stopped playing and a big grin lit up his face. It was Ember, an eagle with beautiful deep orange eyes that reminded Coco of the afternoon sunshine. Ember ran over to Coco excitedly and wished him a good morning. Coco wished her a good morning too, still smiling a big, beaming smile. Do you know what day it is? Ember asked Coco. Coco furrowed his brow and thought carefully. It was hard to keep track of the days in the summer. It's Thursday, he said with a grin. Ember grinned too. Yes, Coco, she said. But more than that, it's the 3rd of July, which means tomorrow is a very special day. Coco asked her what special day it was. Ember giggled. (laughs) Fourth of July, of course. Ember explained that in her country, over the sea, the Fourth of July was a very special holiday. It was Independence Day, which meant they celebrated their country and commemorated that it was on that date, many, many years ago, that the country began to look after itself with no one ruling over them. She explained that they would eat food together, be with their families and watch fireworks. Coco's eyes were sparkling. Fireworks and delicious food? He thought the holiday sounded right up his street. Ember explained that she and her family would be flying over to the USA to celebrate this special day with her aunties and uncles and asked whether Coco and his family would like to come. Coco nodded excitedly. Then he paused. He asked Ember how the koala family would fly to the USA. They didn't have wings, after all. Well, I do sometimes, Coco corrected himself, when I go on magical adventures. Ember said that it was no matter. No wings would be necessary. After all, Auntie Shirley was visiting and hadn't she arrived on a little aeroplane? Coco smiled. She was right. Aunt Shirley, the intrepid adventurer, had arrived in her new, tiny red aeroplane that very morning. In fact, it was parked behind the cabin right now. Ember said that Aunt Shirley could fly the plane next to the eagles on their journey. If she wanted to, that is, she finished shyly. Coco thought his family would love to celebrate the 4th of July, but he said he would check with them just in case. Coco hopped and skipped up the steps and across the porch of the cabin. Inside, Coco's mum and dad were in the kitchen, drinking tea with Auntie Shirley. Music floated on the air from the living room where Coco's grandparents were gracefully dancing to the radio. Coco told his family about the eagle's invitation and they seemed thrilled. Unfortunately, Coco's parents wouldn't be able to go. They would be spending the next couple of days at the beach at a luxury hotel to celebrate their anniversary. Auntie Shirley, on the other hand, said she couldn't wait for the adventure, and of course she would come along. Coco's grandma and grandpa said they would like to come as well. Grandpa said he had been to the USA as a boy and that he had found a particular love for their delicious food. He patted his round tummy. It's not as good as grandma's, of course, he assured Coco with a wink. Grandma blushed bashfully and batted Grandpa with her paw. Auntie Shirley said all they would need to do is prepare the aeroplane, ready for the morning, if Coco wouldn't mind helping her. Coco nodded, and all was settled. He ran out to Ember and told her that they would love to come and thank you for the invitation. Ember hugged Coco in excitement and told him that eagles would meet him in the morning. Coco assured her that he couldn't wait. Coco and Aunt Shirley spent the afternoon preparing the little shiny aeroplane for their adventure. They polished the propellers and dusted the windows, packed the luggage into the little cupboards, and made sure there was a comfy pillow and cosy blanket for each of the four passengers. Coco's grandma soon emerged from the cabin with some cold glasses of lemonade for the workers. As Coco sat on the grass, sipping his glass, he looked up into the sky. It was as bright and clear as the bluest sea. Birds twittered and tweeted, floating on the breeze. Their tunes danced into Coco's ears. Coco gazed up at them in excitement. That will be us soon, soaring through the sky, he told Auntie Shirley. Auntie Shirley chuckled. She told him that when she was flying in her airplane on her travels, she always waved to the birds that flew past. She said it felt like she was one of them when she flew. Coco grinned and said she didn't have enough feathers to be a bird. That night, Coco thought he might be too excited to sleep. But after a warm bubble bath and a frothy hot chocolate, he dozed off by the fire, and his dad had to carry the sleeping koala to bed. He kissed Coco on the head and wished him sweet dreams knowing he would be dreaming of swooping plains and far-off lands. On the 4th of July, Coco awoke and sat up straight. He already had a smile on his face. He got dressed and brushed his teeth whilst bopping and dancing to a silent tune. He was ready for his trip to the USA. Coco went into the kitchen and hugged his grandpa, who was standing over the stove stirring a delicious steaming pan of porridge. Next, he circled the kitchen table, hugging his mum, dad and grandma, who were already tucking into their porridge. Coco's grandpa carefully placed a big bowl in front of him, and Coco thanked him and tucked in. The creamy porridge was topped with swirls of jam and blueberries. Coco's mum said it was the perfect breakfast for an adventurer, and Coco agreed. Once all the porridge had been eaten up, there was a knock at the door. It was Martha, Ember's grandma, who greeted the koalas excitedly. Ember's head poked through the doorway next to her grandma, and she waved her wing at Coco happily. The eagles wished the koalas a happy 4th July, and the koalas wished the eagles a happy 4th July in return. Ember smiled at Coco and said well done to him. He had dressed in the perfect colours. Coco looked down at his outfit. He had chosen his favorite soft blue corduroy dungarees and a red and white striped t shirt. He giggled, Of course, red, white, and blue. Those were the colors of the American flag. He smiled bashfully and admitted that it was a happy accident. Auntie Shirley emerged from her bedroom at the back of the cabin. She was wearing a T-shirt with stars and stripes on it, shiny sunglasses, and a bandana all in the shades of red, white, and blue. Her outfit certainly wasn't an accident. She looked like a walking flag. Ember and Martha clapped their feathery wings, and the koalas gasped and complimented Shirley on her outfit. It was perfect for the occasion. Grandpa went into his wardrobe and pulled out a stripy tie in all the right colours and handed Grandma her hat with a big blue flower on it, which she saved for special occasions. Now they all were ready, the koalas left the cabin and climbed aboard the shiny aeroplane. Coco's mum and dad waved from the front porch as the plane rose up, up and away, following the eagles into the cloudless sky. Coco gazed out of his flying goggles with his mouth agape. He could see for miles. There were green treetops as far as he could see in one direction and the big blue sea in another. Auntie Shirley turned the plane in a big swoop and a loop-de-loop, and soon they were flying over the sea towards the horizon. Ember waved at Coco from the sky, and Coco waved back gleefully. The little eagle was a fantastic flyer, gliding in and out of her family. It looked such fun but Coco was happy to lay back in his seat and take a nap. A little while later, as the plane came into land, the little koala was awoken by his grandparents and Auntie Shirley's whooping. The plane came to a halt on a wide clearing of grass where the family of eagles were sitting, resting their wings. As Coco, Grandpa... Grandma and Auntie Shirley joined the eagles on the grass. Coco took in his surroundings. It was even warmer here than in Sleepy Forest. The sun was beating down and Coco patted himself on the back for bringing his sun hat. The koalas greeted the eagles and Martha and Ember's mother Delilah came to welcome them. Welcome to the USA! Delilah sang out to the koalas, taking Auntie Shirley's paw and complimenting her excellent flying skills. The clearing was in the center of a beautiful cornfield. Green shoots, laden with golden corn, swayed in the light breeze, and Coco was far too small to see over their tops. He imagined that he was the size of an ant walking through the grass. The thought made him giggle. Delilah told them that it wasn't far to Auntie Patty's house and that the whole family would be there, ready for a day of fun. Coco took his grandpa's paw in one hand and his grandma's paw in the other, and they followed the eagles through the cornfield. Soon they emerged at a beautiful wooden house with a huge green garden. On the lawn was a huge table surrounded by chairs. There were games piled up on the patio waiting to be played and tendrils of deliciously scented smoke rose from the barbecue. American flags were fluttering in the wind and sparkling confetti was scattered across the tablecloth in shining red, white, and blue. A friendly-looking eagle with horn-rimmed glasses and a cosy sweater was laying cutlery on the table, and a slightly flustered, flushed eagle wearing an apron crossed the patio with bowls balanced between her wings, filled with treats and snacks. Ember hurried over to Coco and told him that that was Uncle Chip and Auntie Patty. The two eagles saw their family emerge from the field, and they both ran over in delight, throwing their wings around the eagles and the koalas too. They wished each other a happy 4th of July, and Coco bounced on the spot in excitement. Uncle Chip flicked on his record player, and the garden was filled with lively music. Coco felt his toes begin to tap and his head begin to bob. And soon he and Ember were dancing on the lawn, holding on to one another and twirling around until they were dizzy. Coco's grandpa was dancing with grandma, and Martha and Patty were holding wings and jiving back and forth. The garden was filled with eagles, laughing and joking and having fun. Auntie Shirley was giggling with Delilah and playing cards and delicious smells continued billowing from the barbecue. Soon, Uncle Chip called, and the dancers stopped dancing out of breath and grinning ear to ear. The food was ready. The table was now laden with food. There were hot dogs and burgers and delicious buttered corn on the cob. There was mac and cheese, salsa and chips, and bowls of potato salad. There were strawberries and apples and peaches. Coco licked his lips. Auntie Patty placed a bowl of eucalyptus leaf salad in front of the koalas with a wink, and Grandpa licked his lips. They all ate a lot, but Grandpa ate the most. He ate a mountain of mac and cheese and scoop after scoop of potato salad. He ate and ate and ate, then patted his stomach in satisfaction. Then Aunt Patty brought out warm apple pies and Grandpa ate two slices and three bites of Grandma's slice too. Not long after, he was napping in Uncle Chip's armchair snoring peacefully while the party went on around him. Coco and Ember spent the afternoon playing baseball on the lawn, whilst the adults chatted away in the sunshine. When the sun began to set, Auntie Patty told Coco and Ember it was time for everybody to head into town. There would be a parade, ending with fireworks in the park. Ember beamed. You won't believe the fireworks, Coco, she said. They fill the whole sky with colorful sparkles. It's amazing. Coco asked if he could guess the colors of the fireworks. Would they be red, white, and blue, he asked. Ember chuckled. (laughs) Of course, she said. It's the 4th of July! The eagles and koalas walked together down the road towards town. There were rows of shops and houses, all closed but glowing with light and decorated with flags. There was a bandstand, twinkling with fairy lights, and the night air was filled with the soft scents of the flowers and plants that lined the road. Coco whispered to Ember, I like the USA. Ember's golden eyes shone with pride and she took Coco's paw in her wing. The koalas and eagles took their places along the edges of Main Street, where the procession would soon come through. They were ready, each clutching a little flag, ready to wave at the parade. The street filled up with other animals, creating a sea of red, white and blue. Before long, Coco heard some music drifting from the distance and the sound of footsteps. Here they come, Ember whispered excitedly. Down the centre of the road came animals dressed in lavish costumes. There were bears in fluffy hats, rabbits hopping in waistcoats and bow ties, and bobcats in billowing dresses. All of their outfits were the colour of the flag, and they all held bright banners and flags in celebration. Coco waved his flag excitedly. Soon, the source of the music became clear. There was a marching band with gleaming brass instruments and booming drums. They played raucous jazz music and Coco tapped his feet. It was the most uplifting, joyous music, and it made him want to dance. It seemed to make his grandparents feel the same way. I remember this music, his grandpa called. And I think I remember the dance moves too. He took grandma's hand and the two of them entered the parade and began to dance. Grandpa swirled grandma under his arm and grandma jumped, twirled and tapped to the music. Coco laughed. They looked right at home in the parade. There were other dancers too. And as the parade passed, people began to follow them down Main Street towards the green trees of the park. As they reached the park, the band began to play the national anthem, and everyone sang along, Coco included. A whole host of animals gathered on the grass. There were opossums and raccoons, cats and dogs bears and squirrels and deer there was excitement and music in the air and everyone was gazing at the now starry sky expectantly the koalas and eagles headed to the concession stand and passed hot chocolate to one another before long the fireworks began The whole sky glimmered and gleamed with flashes of light, as if every star in the sky had come to life and was shooting and glowing in ruby red, silver white and vivid blue. The fireworks seemed to zoom up and burst in time with the music, and the sparkles rained towards the earth, disappearing before they reached the ground. There were gasps from the crowd as each new firework cracked and bloomed into a splash of stars and every animal was enraptured by the show. As Coco stood there, open-mouthed, with hot chocolate on his cheeks and his Auntie Shirley's arms around his shoulders, he felt like the luckiest koala in the world. It was his happiest 4th of July ever. The very moment that the last firework shimmered and glimmered and disappeared, Coco let out a sleepy yawn. The eagles and koalas walked back to Uncle Chip and Auntie Patty's in warm, sleepy silence. It was time to say goodnight and head home. The eagles and koalas all hugged one another and said thank you for such a magical day. Uncle Chip and Auntie Patty told the koalas that they would always be welcome. And the koalas told them that they were always welcome in sleepy forest too. Ember gave a big yawn. Martha gave her a hug. And said she seemed too sleepy to fly, and maybe she should ride with Auntie Shirley and the koalas. Coco told Ember that it would be a perfect way to travel at this time of night, as he had made sure to bring squishy pillows and blankets aboard. Ember nodded sleepily and walked with the koalas back to the clearing, where the little red plane gleamed in the moonlight. The koalas and the little eagle climbed aboard and got cosy, each with their own comfy blanket and cosy pillow. Grandma's soft snores drifted from the back of the plane within minutes. She had a fluffy eye mask on with two silly eyes embroidered onto them so it looked like she wasn't sleeping at all, but her snores gave her away. As Auntie Shirley manoeuvred the plane up into the stars, Coco gazed out of the window with a soft smile. The deep blue sky twinkled and shimmered over the lands of the USA, and the eagles drifted through the air beside them, waving at Coco through the window. Coco waved back before closing his eyes and beginning to drift off to sleep, lulled to dreamland by the soft hum of the plane's engine and the soft lullaby singing of the pilot.